Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, Be Awesome listeners. This is episode 60 of the Be Awesome podcast and we got a good one today. I got to tell you, I'm taking take a little walk down memory lane meeting this guy. Uh, Baltazar Ibanez. Is that right? Ibanez. Yeah. yeah, that's the reason why when I was on the radio, I would just go as Baltazar because <laughs> no, nobody was going to get the last name right. Um, so first of all, I got to I got to give a thank you to Karen Newman from the Eastern Chamber of Commerce. She is behind the scenes finding all of the fantastic people in my community where I travel 180 plus days a year. Typically, I don't have as much interaction and engagement with people in town, and she has been finding people left and right. And the story behind Baltazar, before we get started with his story, the story behind Baltazar is I was a huge fan of Baltazar in the mid to late 90s. He was a radio station personality, and he did something really cool, which was called the Jam Scam. And the Jam Scam was people would call him and want to play pranks on their friends and family. And he would do that, and he would do it on the air, and he'd put it on a couple times uh, in the morning. And uh, I used to, at the time I was driving a water truck, a spring water delivery truck. I'd sit in Boston traffic and it was, it's one of the most miserable things you can do in the morning is just sit in that grind. And, uh, uh, I would, I just had, it would always, I said, put a smile on my soul when I called Baltazar to set this up on Friday. So he and I actually just met, I think last Thursday or Friday via phone. And now here we are, uh, via zoom and, uh, since the radio, I will, let's, let's step back. Baltazar, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Uh, glad to have you. Awesome. (laughs) Yes, You can say that as much as you want here. That's why I got the sign in the back and on my shirt to double down. Um, so you, you, you were in radio for a bit and you, and you got out of radio and you started a business. Tell us a little bit about that, the history of, of your business that you have and and what you do. And then we're going to get into what's going on today. Yeah, real quickly. I mean, radio was such a, a, a great stage in my life here in Boston. Um, and the way, Radio works sometimes. It doesn't work in your favor. You get shipped off to New York, like what happened to me, uh, even though you had great ratings and you were number one in Boston. Radio is a nasty game, and it's uh, not, for, not for everyone. Um, <laughs> in 08, the economy hit the wall, so when radio was stalled, I was like, man, weddings and mitzvahs, I used to do that when I was at jamming, but I was just like a, an announcer guy. I think I could pull, pull, pull it off. So that was like the beginning of it. And when in 2013, Hot 96.9 brought me back to join Pebbles on the air, I always thought that if radio had, again, played me dirty or things didn't work out, we could, um, you know, springboard right here into Boston. Really, my biggest fan base of, of my career with so many people growing up and now in winning age, you know, ready to go and hopefully hiring me. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And many, many of them in second or third wedding stage. So you could have multiple, uh, multiple visits by you over the course of their, of their lifetime. Oh, make that um. second one, that's the first one, no doubt about it. Yeah, so that was like a built-in, uh, you know, a little like a gimmick. You know, you hire Balthazar, the guy you grew up listening to. And that energy is incredible. When I'm at weddings, uh, the people who, it's almost like I'm their best friend from bike in high school. They, yeah. they taunt me, they heckle me, they make fun of me. It's just a back, you know, back and forth thing. And I don't yeah. think other weddings have that same experience because it's a no name DJ. It's a stranger. But yeah. when you have Balthazar at your wedding, Hey, we know this guy already, you know, it's 
built oh, yeah. in will. Yeah, no, I, I would tell you, I was, I was doing some research. I was watching some, uh, some YouTube videos. There's some audio clips of you back in the day. And I can actually remember you know, when they were talking, you know, there was one about, um, I think Curtis Martin leaving in 1998 or some, somewhere right. around there. And, this, and, and I'm sitting there listening to it. And it was like, it was, I, I remember it. And, uh, you know, it was kind of cool. So, you know, you're doing that. Uh, you got to be real busy, you know, before six weeks ago. How, how many events are you doing? What types of events do you do? What is, what is a, what does a Baltazar event look like? Uh, you know, what, what do you provide and what, what does it go just beyond DJs? Yeah, I appreciate that question. Uh, Baltazar Entertainment uh, does everything. It does a uh, DJ uplighting uh, and also a photo booth. We do those main three things. Those are kind of staples of weddings right now. So we are a uh, like I said a uh, uh, the bride's checklist. We have it all. <laughs> yep. uh, plus, lately we've gotten into some karaoke and also some corporate events. Um, this year was going to be one of our biggest years. I you know, the whole calendar filled out and all the way through December, we had events every single weekend wow. and we were just kind of gearing up. You know, I was going to be starting to train people in uh, February and March to learn how to do the photo booth uh, aspect of things. And also just kind of refresh myself as far as the mic skills and, you know, just uh, mixing ability. This can recharge and get ready for June to hit and uh you know hit the ground running and again 130 events sort of so to speak it, it was going to be a very tough uh order but it was uh something we we you know in the past have relished and looked forward to yeah i mean and exciting you know when you're going through the i mean the beginning of this year for me anyway january february was exciting because i was getting a lot of the momentum that you were having with your business um, and, and COVID wasn't even really on our radar screen, or maybe I, I was negligent from paying attention to it till well into the February, till February. And then March, it just, it hit me like a, a ton of bricks. Um, so COVID comes, uh, the, 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 the restraints, no groups over 50, fear and uncertainty, the video, I tell you guys, if you want to look at the type of work that Baltazar does, go to YouTube. Search Baltazar, uh, search for him on YouTube, and look for his wedding that he did that's dated 314, but it was actually 37, I think you told me, right? March 7th was the last one you did. Yeah, Lake, yeah, it was, it was on Lake, Lake Pearl. Yeah, it was on Lake, at Lake Pearl. And uh, great, I mean, you feel good. You feel like you're at the wedding. Your cameraman and your, your people that did the, did the uh, recording for you did a phenomenal job. But uh, so, so that was March 7th. Uh, a week later, you know, March 13th, we get the announcements that there's no flights going in and out of Europe, that we know that there's more stuff coming, and then the wheels kind of fall off the rails for all of us to do anything in group settings. Let's talk, talk, talk to me through that. How did that first week, couple weeks look for you? What were you thinking about? What were you? Yeah. What's, well, what's I'm, next? I'm, <laughs> I'm a news junkie, so I already had heard the, uh, you know, it's out there, COVID-19. Yeah. And uh, it, I, you can almost see it on social media. Mm -hmm. January, February, it's not our problem. It's their problem. You can mm -hmm. crack jokes. You can throw stuff on your uh, social media post and, and yeah. you know, get laughs out of it. When March rolled in, um, I was actually in Cancun when the whole uh, restrictions hit. So I was very worried of coming back from my family vacation because mm -hmm. of where, is the border going to be closed? Uh, are we going to be allowed back in? How long of a wait? 
Are you going to be at Logan Airport with other people wearing masks and you're, you're going to be like wide open to maybe you're catching it from them? So that kind of trauma translated to one big boring week when we arrived because everything was shut down. We had been away for a week and a half, so we didn't have any toilet paper. So the whole like anxiety of that <laughs> and getting food into the house was, uh, you know, it was angst that uh, I wasn't expecting. But, um, you know, it, it's a blessing because the kids now are with me every day. And, and as, as much as we, we, it's a challenge to be with somebody all the time, every single minute of the day. It's yeah. a great time that we'll probably look back and, and cherish because um, I see my son improving his uh, speaking skills, shooting skills, basketball, whatever it is. They, you know, they've really matured over the last month, and I look forward to uh, continuing that. Well, part of that is you get to see him more, right? So you get to see that growth and everything happening, and that's the one thing that I, I definitely can relate to. I'm right there with you. I, I think I told the story in one of the podcasts, but we, uh, our two-year-old Chance, uh, he, he broke his leg in January. And we went into, uh, we had to go into Children's to get a, an x-ray. And it was, um, it was in February when um, the, shootings, the, the shooting happened at Mass, I think it was Mass General or one of the hospitals there. So they went into lockdown. And I'm like, oh, man, it was, I actually had, I was like, oh, man, this is a lockdown because of coronavirus. And uh, it turned out it was something else. But we went in and, and uh, they were registering. They said, oh, have you been? you know, overseas? Have you been to China? Have you been exposed to anybody that might be, uh, might have coronavirus? And I'm like, I don't even drink Corona. And the woman laughed. And it was like, but that's how lighthearted people were taking this in middle, late February. It was just not thought that we would be in this shelter in place, lockdown situation. When I drove to your house this morning, I live um, on the far, far end of Southeast and almost in Norton, last, one of the last houses in Easton. And uh, so I drove all the way down 106, 123, uh, which typically they have about 30,000 cars a day. Uh, I counted, it was like 17 or 18 cars I went past in the entire drive. Um, So, you know, people are, no one's doing anything and it's scary. Um, So you shut down, you get home, you get toilet paper. By the way, if you need any, uh, I bought Forever Rolls uh, back in September of last year. Everybody was laughing at me. That's a, that's a one roll lasts a month. Um, (laughs) Anybody wants to know the story behind why toilet paper is, is, is so hard to come by. Tom Green on the Joe Rogan show made the greatest, um, he made the greatest reasoning and it's, and it's true because of what Charmin did with the forever roll. Toilet paper takes up a lot of space. So typically we only have enough to get us through a period of time. When someone says you need a month's worth, everybody stockpiles. And so they don't have, you know, now they're making the space and doing all that stuff. So don't worry, toilet paper is going to be readily available soon enough. Um, but in the last couple of weeks, you started doing something really cool, right? You, you decided to get on Facebook live, you get on every morning and you put on you know, 15, 20 minutes. I think today's was 20, 22 minutes. And you do a show for, for obviously for free because it's on Facebook. Uh, walk me through why, you know, the why, you know, how long you're going to do it for, what's it doing for you and for others and kind of where, where people can, what people should be looking for to, to start following it. Yeah, it really was uh, one of those things that every DJ jumped online and started, you know, mixing and playing music, but I kept on catching shows where people weren't interacting. They're just, I'm going to show you my, you know, my board and how I mix and how great I am. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. And people are into dancing and it was mostly at night. And I was like, you know what? I could definitely take advantage of the situation and turn the uh, positive out of a negative by reliving the good old days 
mm-hmm. when you grow up. So I got, I got the idea and I was like, well, when do I do it? What time do people wake up? And then all of a sudden the light bulb went off. I was on jam in 94.5. So why not have it at 9.45? Yep. A little play on words and it stuck. And, you know, sometimes we have up to uh, 500 to 600 people watching that day. Some other times, like Mondays, people are dragging, they're sleeping in, they'll catch it later in the day. So I kind of feed off that energy, and uh, really I set the bar every day where I want people to be talking about the prank we did or the yeah. song that they heard, you know, uh, the funny line or whatever. I just want them to, to be entertained, and uh, it keeps me sharp. and keeps me kind of uh, positive, also feeling the energy off of them. And um, the kids get to see it. They, I mean, when I do weddings, they're not there at weddings. So when I do it here – and they start dancing, yeah. you know, that kind of like starts their day off on a positive note too. So it's just a, a win-win. And uh, in, the last two, in the last week, you know, connecting with you is great. And now some hospitals have reached out. A lot of these graduates uh, that are right now in the front lines are actually graduating from their uh, medical institutions. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing a lot of virtual graduation parties, same as Facebook, but catered to them. And uh, another positive, you know, just keep on putting your name out there and smiling. I think it's, it's another form of smiling and, and, and staying positive. You don't know who you're touching. Yeah. Yeah, no, you don't. And, and it's obviously you touch, you're touching a lot of folks. I just started watching. Um, well, I watched Fridays and today's obviously I watched, I think, Thursday or Wednesdays of last week um, as well, just to kind of get a feel for everything. And, and today's, uh, where you know you, you where you had given me the uh, the, the shout out and the re- the recognition was great, uh, but you did eighties hair bands or eighties bands uh, rock bands, uh, and I got done with that. And I got to tell you, as soon as that thing was over, as soon as your set was over, I hit Alexa up, which now she's going to start playing eighties um, eighties uh, rock band music, and it was pl- I've had it playing all day. And you want to know something? It brought me back to a, a simpler time being a kid in junior high school or high school, uh, Bon Jovi and, and uh, even I of the Tiger, I think, played like four times. So it's, I must have known I was a OA Tiger graduate. Right. But uh, it really, it, it did something to me. It really did. Uh, and, you know, you had 177 comments. And, you I mean, you have people just saying hello. And what's really neat is how you recognize as many of those people as you can while you're trying to play music, while you've got Brooke and Brady jamming out in the background like you want to talk about ultimate distractions I, I i'm hard at just doing one thing at a time i mean you have three or four things going on uh very impressive oh uh, thanks man yeah today <laughs> yeah today when one hit the power uh supply on the tv and shut it down i was like oh my god they can't know what this <laughs> you know and obviously you go into a little inside uh you're panicking yeah you know, duck when it, and, it, and it's paddles but uh, on the outside you gotta be cool calm collected but um you know, it's, a, it's something that you learn from radio that the reason people and politicians have the same gift and when they're looking at UI and they make you feel like the most important person, mm-hmm. that's a gift. And I try to instill that from that little show by recognizing people who have checked in and maybe giving them two or three sentences of what they do and how great they are in my life or whatever they do that's positive. So I try to do that as much as I, I can. And if not... I'll save it for the next day and come up with something, something, something. Because yeah. people feel good is praise them. And yeah. that's what we try to do every day. Uh, we can get into the politics and get into the whole 
you know, we went last week, went into the Gronk and, and TB situation, which was like, <laughs> I, I started off very bitter, uh, yeah. knowing that Gronk had played us. And then by the time the next morning I woke up, I was like, you know what? They gave us 12, you know, 20 years in some case uh, with, with Brady, uh, yeah. a great ride here. And we should applaud that and thank them and, you know, let them be, you know, they're, they're going to finish off their career and they're entitled to finish any way, which way they want. So yeah, turn yeah. the positive where I could have gone negative and played a bunch of bad songs. <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah, well, you know, I, don't think it was, I think I was getting some feedback. Is that your kid? Nope. It's gone. That's good. Um, you know, one of the things that it, with that Tom Brady and the Gronk situation, and I'm a huge fan uh, of both. Um, it, it's not bitterness, it's sadness, right? But we make it bitterness. And uh, that, that's one of those interesting uh, feelings that we get. Because you're right. That, I mean, the Patriots, uh, the last 20 years have just been lights out, phenomenal to follow. And it wasn't the Patriots. It was, it was the people. We want to keep them all together as much as possible. Um, you know, one of the things that, that people don't see a lot of, you put 20, 20 minutes, right? 20 minutes out of 24 hours in the day into this show, but you're putting a lot of work in the background, right? I mean, you're, you're preparing, you're coming up with what you want to talk about. Um, you're doing, you know, you're doing your, what set song list you're going to do. You're asking people what songs to play. I mean, you're putting a lot of time and effort into this whole thing. And you're also trying to get better with mixing and other talents or skills that you want to improve on for when this thing all passes. Um, I don't know how you do it. Like, how does that, how does that, what does that look like? Like, what is, what does tomorrow's show look like? Are you, do you have the, you frame out the full week? Yeah. I found that that when I have a theme uh, for the shows, it works out because people know what to expect. Like, Hey, we're going to have burgers tomorrow. Boom. They expect a burger and fries. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like the recipe of radio. Um, That's why you have so many formats. When you go to kiss FM, you expect, you know, that kind of music. And that's what you get. You won't hear a country record there or, you know, something that's really hip hop jamming style. Uh, it's like that. It's a formula that works with restaurants. So we try to incorporate that with, with the music. You know, when you say 80s big hair band, you're not going to throw in Bruno Mars. You're going <laughs> to throw those anthem records. So yeah. I try just to come up with a little theme now because it, it, it works. Yeah. And uh, your point about like planning, you know, and we go through this with weddings. A lot of people, well, you're only going to be there for five hours or right. No, no. The planning stages, the or it's almost like an orchestra planning the A to Z, you know, all the way to the end, the roadmap, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when you do a wedding, when you do uh, a live events, you can see the crowd and you can read the crowd. You mm-hmm. can say that, oh, my God, all the burly uh, guys wearing Patriot hats <laughs> with, with beards have left. Yeah. So now it's okay to go and play the female, you know, songs, you know, yeah. but when the guys are out there, you got to keep it a little masculine for them. You can't, you have to read the crowd. And that's why I kind of read it. The people are chiming in, you know, okay, it's mostly 90% women. Yeah. We got 10% guys out there. So we could be a little more silly and be, be a little more uh, uh, female friendly with, with the music. You know, we could play those songs that they grew up listening to. Yeah. And the key thing about music is it really transcends ages, colors, everything. And that's what made the Madonna, the Michael Jackson, the Bruno Mars, JTs of the world incredible Mm -hmm. because they play and every color, every race is out there dancing to it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's the key. Yeah. The uh, so what's what's tomorrow's theme? 
What do we got for I tomorrow? Come up with it yet. I yeah, haven't I had time. I've been so, homeschooling all day long. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put a music. I'm gonna put a song request. Uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Be following, following for that. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. I have to say no to a lot of these songs. Like some people want me to play like their song, and yeah. it's so obscure that the moment we play it, it's gonna kill the vibe. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's, yeah, like, I, you know, it's like playing uh, the, it's like playing the chicken dance at a wedding who does that anymore yeah you gotta stay away from that <laughs> which you know that's almost too cliche yeah you know but, uh, that's why we work well we have so many uh plans now with weddings and uh, brides and grooms that where they can customize their music and we play off their menu you know yeah. they want country we can play off that and there's songs that kind of uh are good uh intermixed songs that you can segue mm-hmm. out of a certain style of music to others to keep everybody happy that's the tough thing about doing parties is it's like a politician no matter what you're playing you're probably pissing somebody off right. because that's not my song you right. know why is he playing all this old stuff i want you know post malone and it's just something you have to live with and have a thick skin because uh people who don't care who i am they'll come up and tell me you suck yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, you it's know, just like that one of the things that i've seen uh you know and i've heard um, with with re- relation to DJs is sometimes people you know these the customer just puts together the playlist and says we want to play these songs in this order do all this stuff I loved it I love to hear the fact that you play off of the audience um, and you play off of the audience with your Facebook live videos in the morning and you and you know and you know enough to not play uh, certain songs because you don't want to kill the vibe and you you obviously you have the following you've got the people sharing you've got the views and this is something that you just kind of started in your in your uh, in your man town um to throw to throw together every day and that's that's pretty cool uh because I, I i did see a couple of others like you say that are just like hey look at my skills and um it, it's 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 all about them opposed to all about everyone else so uh, i applaud your your efforts with all of that um, we try man we, we, we try to keep a big hair band for you to relive the mullet days oh, um, and you couldn't you couldn't put it you couldn't put it at a better time i mean that was a perfect perfect day for me because i mean i listened yeah. to jams games i didn't listen to 94 5 I hate to say I didn't listen to 94.5, nothing against you, but I was a, I was more of an AAF guy growing up, WBCN. Uh, Howard Stern was in the morning on 104.1 at the time. So uh, I would turn off that, put on the jam scam, listen for a few minutes, and then go back to it. So it was perfect for me because uh, those were those were my, a lot of my tunes there. Triumphant yeah, that was, from you know, Toronto Rush. In the big numbers, uh, we, we, uh, when I came up with the jam scam, it was literally April 1st. And um, it was something that I always wanted to do, do a morning show and have prank phone calls. <laughs> I knew that it involved a lot of work and, yeah. and to wait for people to answer the phone and all that stuff. But I knew that, again, it was one of those, I don't care what age, group, whatever, people got jokes and yeah. people got the prank. And you were the insider listening in, eavesdropping oh, yeah. on what this guy is going through or what that girl's going through. Yeah. So we would make this appointment radio. Uh, it used to be 650, 750, and 850, yep. which was very similar and coincided with ESPN Sports Center. ESPN, when you woke yep. up, would replay the Sports Center and they would ask the question, which, which Sports Center do you catch? So we try to mimic that with yep. the ball busters and, and jam scams. Hey, which jam scam do you wake up to? Yep. I wake up early and catch a 651. No, I'm at work at 850. I'm in the parking lot. Yep. You know, and it became one of those staples. And um, I was so lucky to have people like from other formats flip over just for that and then go back to Maddie or go back to Stern, you know? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, it definitely. Um, well, I'm that jam scam ball buster. When was the last time you actually did a recording of a, of a ball buster or jam scam? How far back? Yeah, we were doing them in 2013, 2014. I think this morning show, I think you're going to probably find a couple people are going to say, hey, you come out of retirement and do a ball buster on somebody for me. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to get into that game because the uh, the, ra- the radio game has changed. Uh, everyone's litigious and anybody getting offended, even if it wasn't oh, yeah. the victim, someone in the family felt like you played them wrong and all of a sudden you're getting a phone call and, you know, um, yeah, I, I was there back when we, we were doing them in the, in the 90s uh, yep. and I would be there being called into the office uh, waiting to for someone to quote unquote vent and get it off their system. And hopefully when they vent, yeah. they would be cool enough to, you know, give us another chance and, and not call the FCC or whatever they were going to do. Today was, you know? today's was hysterical. I never heard that one with the, uh, with the mother, with the, uh, the um, wedding certificate, the marriage certificate. Right. That was, a, that was that, I mean, she was literally, I, I didn't know how you were going to get out of it. Even with the the other with the husband chiming in, it was just like it, she was she was wound for sound and ready to go. Uh, uh, she didn't was, like that guy. No, yeah, no, no. If you were just doing this, the, the whole premise was this: you know, this mom's biggest fear is that the crazy daughter that you know most people have uh, <laughs> is going to marry the wrong guy. Yeah, the uh, unemployed, play yeah. video games all day long kind of guy. The, the good for nothing guy. What? I think she referred to him. Yeah, so I was like, what if I was just returning a phone call from the town hall that, hey, yeah, come on down, get your wedding certificate. We're here open till five. <laughs> that was, it was fantastic. Uh, it was dying. Yeah, you got to keep them on the line there. You have, you have to keep on uh, escalating the fear. Yeah. <laughs> Which escalated to, oh, my God, why are they getting married? She must be pregnant. <laughs> That's right. You know? I, was, I was trying, because she was so hysterical. I was trying to figure out where the pregnant came in. But it was just her mind running wild as to what the assumption of what it was and could have been. Um, yeah, if, 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 if to the listeners, if you don't listen to the Monday, if you haven't watched the Monday episode, watch it. If not for nothing else, listen to the ball buster because it's a riot. Um, and everybody ends up okay, which is nice with all the, your calls. Um, it ends up okay because the loved one that set them up, uh, whether it was because of the grandmother's insurance, uh, the grandmother that died five years ago and the granddaughter's using the insurance, oh, yeah. whatever the skid is, uh, it always ends up with a smile because the loved one chimes in and says, Oh, I, you know, you, you say, Oh, this person told me that jam scam you a ball bust you. Uh, I think it's fantastic. So, um, you, you know, this is going to go for a while, right? So you're going to just keep doing this every day. Is that the plan? You're going to do it Monday through Friday, nine forty-five. uh, 15, 20 minutes every day until this passes? I mean, do you have a plan? Are you just kind of playing it by ear? What, what's the thoughts? Yeah, I think, you know, we're trying to f- figure that out right now. I think um, we're going to go definitely into May. You know, obviously family, uh, you know, priorities come into mm-hmm. play. But uh, really, I wanted to springboard into my own channel mm-hmm. and, you know, get away from doing uh, all these wedding events, which take me away from the family, and just doing something that's going to hopefully, if we get enough people uh, – watching and viewing uh we can get you know a youtube channel Uh, yeah but that's you know that's um crazy dreams and it's so everyone's doing it now so it's nothing new and what i'm doing is not it's not you know when when i was on jamming we were the first stations playing hip-hop and that helped me out a lot because we were the first uh pizza you know fast food restaurant Mm -hmm. yeah it was the new the new thing 
Right. Now everyone's got a YouTube channel. Everyone's doing this, doing that. Everyone's got a social media page. Mm-hmm. So to keep them uh, attention span going is going to be very difficult. But again, as of right now, we're just having fun yeah. and, you know, taking it day by day and hopefully we can touch some lives and keep them positive and help them through this crisis. Well, I want to tell you, um, as a, as a sign of hope of all of this with the channels and everything else, I was getting nothing on YouTube, like two views prior to this. And that was okay. I, I, I honestly didn't push my podcast or my YouTube channel or anything until three weeks ago. I just started, you know, I didn't followers and subscribers and everything else. I always tell people, you know, when we talk about, you know, I have a sales and marketing background and, you know, people talk about, you know, the number of likes or the number of follows or the number of shares. And I say, well, that doesn't pay the electric bill. Like likes are nice, but they ain't paying the bills for me. And the reality is um, the more you get, the more likely you do have an opportunity to monetize or do something. And what I found over the last number of weeks is, you know, people buy their followers. They're not genuine. They're not, they're not authentic. They're not people that are, that are loyal, that are, that get in the trenches with you and do this uh, and support you. And what I have found is a lot of those people, those social media influencers, if you will, they've disappeared. You know, they're, 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 they're not doing much. They're not putting out a lot of new content. You know, maybe it's because they're, maybe it's because their hair's going a little gray and they don't want to show it off or their beard's growing and um, they don't have a razor and they're scared to go out or whatever it is. But the people that are out there right now that are doing stuff that are putting content together, they're getting really great, genuine, um, dedicated and committed followers that I think is going to allow a, a really great blossom of growth. Like my goal has always been to know everybody. I want to know everybody that buys a shirt, you know, so I've got some shirt orders I got to fill when I get off this with you. I'm going to know each of those people. I handwrite a card for every single person that takes the time to buy something from me. And I know those people. And the reality is I'm not going to be able to do that forever. Um, but the people that we have right now, this core, this foundation, uh, it's like you talking to all the people on the Facebook, on your Facebook live that those people are going to remember that they're going to remember it when the times are good, because when it's times that are bad, that people are doing good things like you're doing, People will always have that. It's, it's stuck in their brain. And the amount of content that people consume is scary. Um, I've given this statistic, and I know I'm going to have the number. It's been a long day. Um, but I think that the, the, most recent, the most recent study says that uh, the average American consumes the equivalent of 176 newspapers a day. <laughs> that yeah. much content, right? Um, and that's 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 digital, that's print, that's everything. I mean, you're just constantly getting stuff. You get what's called digital dementia. You forget what you saw. You have to re-scroll and do all that stuff. So you're absolutely right. You got to got to give them that the good stuff. You got to give them the hooks. You got to give them the wants to come back. I think you're doing it. Um, I love what you're doing with the daily uh, 9:45. So I'm 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 going to be an avid follower. So 90% women, 10%, and I'm one of the part of the 10%. Um, you know, I I understand if my playlist doesn't get on every day, but uh, I think you're doing some great stuff, and I applaud you uh, for stepping up with with really no no plan or intent of anything, right? You're not you're not selling flobies on this. You're just out there saying thank you. I think on the front of <laughs> On the front of, yeah, on the front of your DJ uh, equipment, it says, please thank, what does it say? Please thank nurses. Uh, I think it's, it's got a, you got a sign that says, please thank yeah, our nurses. Thank yeah, thank the uh, first responders, yeah, yeah. and uh, hashtag stay home. Yeah, you know, I, you know, can, I, I, I think it would be cheesy to do that, so, yep. and tacky. It's all about them, mm-hmm. and hopefully, again, they're, they're out there watching, and uh, good things come to them. Uh, much appreciated, uh, you know, respect that they've deserved all along. 
Right. Well, and hopefully this is something that wakes a lot of people up to it because when, before this all happened, um, the thank yous didn't come enough. Like when I saw the, um, the, uh, Goddard, um, I'm good. Uh, is it Goddard? Good Samaritan, good Samaritan hospital, uh, in, in, uh, Brockton last week with the parade of fire trucks and ambulances and police cars, you know, that was so moving. I mean, it brought tears to my eyes, seven minutes and change of a constant parade of sirens and, and first responder vehicles thanking the hospital workers when any other time it would be, you know, the ambulance rushing in with someone, dropping them off and going off and picking up the next person. That, that thanks, that, ge that genuine care, that realization that we're all in this together. Um, we're seeing some really cool stuff happening right now. So, you know, this is tough. This is challenging. We're all, uh, you know, Everybody says we're on the same boat. We're not in the same boat. We're in a boat and it, it, they're all different. They all got holes uh, and we all got challenges and how we're facing them is, uh, is what's going to be paramount for, our, for us moving forward. So uh, thank you for what you're doing, uh, especially, you know, you've got a, you've got a phenomenal community support system. Uh, I think everybody in the town is, is, is tied into you and following with this stuff. Um, and a lot of this is about that close synergy that I see. Uh, I think every community USA is like Easton, Massachusetts. I just happen to live in Easton, Massachusetts. So what you're doing is is fantastic. Um, how do people get a hold of you? So how should how should people follow you now to see what you're doing? How do people get to get a hold of you for all this stuff blows over? And then I guess the first question I'll ask before you put all that is: Are people planning for events right now? And should they be planning for events right now? So should people be reaching out to you? Um, saying, Hey, I think I want to get married in four or six months or, or something. Um, yeah, uh, it has to stop, you know, the love trains out there, the, the timing on it, but this year is kind of iffy and, you know, up in the air, but, uh, 2021 is jumping on board because they know that 2020 might have to move to 2021. So people's dates and mm -hmm. venues, and, you know, DJs are hard to come by and they want to you know, jump on it right now. We're taking those, those clients right now and uh, moving clients from, you know, this time to uh, future dates. Uh, BaltazarEntertainment.com is how you find me on the web. You can see everything about what we do at weddings and other events. And on Facebook, if you want to go live at 945, it's uh, Baltazar, B-A-L-T-A-Z-A-R, I-B-A-N-E-Z. And uh, it's it's public, so anybody can you know just punch in that live at nine four five. Probably find it on the search window. Cool. Um, this has been great. Uh, I look forward to watching more of you. I appreciate you uh, making time in such short notice. I mean, like I say, I think we we first met on a phone call Thursday or Friday of last week. Uh, one of my rare occurrences of going out to my my PO. I went to, it was last Thursday, I think it was because it was my forty second. Went forty two days without going to my PO box. Uh, wow. Thankfully, thankfully nobody was looking for me. Yeah. Well, you know, it was interesting. Uh, you went in there all masked up and ready to go. Uh, at, you know, I don't get a lot of mail. So, uh, I had a bit, I had a bit this go around cause I went 42 days, but, uh, hopefully I don't wait that long until the next time I, I go there. Um, now next time we do one of these, man, uh, let's do it under different conditions and all the COVID is in the, in history, you know, it's oh. in the past. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And hopefully it's sooner than later. And, uh, but in the meantime, I think we just got to keep doing the stuff that, that you're doing and, uh, and putting smiles on people's faces. You, you put one on mine all day. I mean, I, like I said, I was listening, Thanks, buddy. I was listening to, to white snake and rush and all these bands that I, I just kind of put in the back burner. I mean, I, one of the things that I've, 
I tell people, which you're in a very lucky position because I, I actually did a post last week and I said, hey, if you don't listen, to, if music doesn't make you money, don't listen to music, read books and, and listen to podcasts uh, because, you know, you got to, you got to, uh, we got to sharpen our skills and our saw in the profession. And, and what I realized today is uh, music makes you smile. So you got to make a little bit of time for some music, uh, even every now and again, even if you're trying to get, raise your game professionally, it was, uh, it was healthy for me to take a, take a day off from podcasts and books on, uh, on audio and, uh, and just, and just relive some of my past. So appreciate yeah. you, my friend. And All right, we'll, man. We'll figure out some, some, get some be awesome shirts to some of your listeners this week. You figure out how you want to do it. And, uh, we'll put some, we'll put some shirts in the mail for some, uh, whether it's shares, power yeah, listeners. Yeah, I got the Spice Girls queued up for tomorrow for you. Don't worry. <laughs> <Spice> Girls, <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, that'll do it, my friend. And, uh, thank you again for, for making the time here. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the be awesome podcast. I got a couple more, uh, folks for this week. I did take last week off. I'm rebuilding the website. Uh, we're going to have some really exciting news about the, uh, about our, our apparel and our, all of the things that we have. That's got the be awesome logo on it. I'm hoping to make that announcement in the next week or so, but we've been doing it. It looks great. The stuff you sent me is incredible. Thank you so much, man. Try, try blend fabric. It's the, it's the key. It's gotta be soft. It's gotta be breathable. It's gotta be comfortable. Uh, and it's got to last you a while. You know, I, I, I think that the most important thing that I want is, uh, as someone that's got a lot of shirts, um, is that too many of them end up in the drawer because they're not comfortable. You know, they got a nice logo, but they just aren't comfortable. And I want people to wear the shirts. I want them to look in the mirror and remind themselves to be awesome. So that's the, that's the key behind it. So as always, I'm trying to build up my following now, just like Baltazar is. So please like, follow, share, uh, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, I'm on all social media platforms, Instagram. I don't do a lot with because we're not doing a lot with pictures, but YouTube, we're putting these all on video, Facebook, uh, reviews and ratings on uh, podcasts make a huge difference. Here's a stat for you. There's a million podcast channels, less than 10% get 10 or more reviews and likes or uh, reviews and ratings. We're at 52. If you take the time to do a review and rating, I send you a free t-shirt. It's that simple. Save you 27 bucks. Um, so just go on, give it a rating and review. If you didn't, if you don't like the podcast, let me know first. Let's talk through it and see if I can, if I can resell you opposed to putting a one star out there. I love the five stars. It helps build up the following that I, I hope to have someday. Um, so that's Josh at be awesome. And that's B E A U S M.com. And, uh, let's talk it out. But, uh, you know, in the meantime, if you can be anything, be awesome. <laughs>